the grand finale We coming through with the Madden family And only the baddest athletes gonna survive When you see four or five of my guys Piling up on top of you in front of your eyes Feel the impact, dual shock, start the kickback Hey yo, it's Madden 2001 You need to get that And feel like you in the game playing for real It's like royalty, so nil It's like hot one, hot two NFL fans, welcome to another edition of This Week in the NFL here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. I'm your host, The Cowboy, joined by the other two members of the three-man booth that you know and love, Mr. John D'Amato and Cowboy Senior. John, how's it going? Going great, going great. Lovely holiday weekend. Uh, The football, not so lovely, but uh, a couple of great games and... uh, the rest, not so much. <laughs> well, it was a big, big win. Big win in the battle for, you know, the battle for the soul of this show, Patriots-Giants. <laughs> it was, uh, it was the, it was the barn burner we all thought we, we, we all thought was coming. I guess the best thing you can say about the game is Chad Ryland saved us from having to watch any additional, any additional plays. So <laughs> if there was ever, if there was ever a game that we didn't want to go to overtime, that was the one. Am I right, senior? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Chad Ryland misses a little 35-yard chip shot to send the game into overtime. And what we'll talk about later in the game of the year, a 59-yard field goal in the driving rain is good. So it shows you one team finds a way to lose, one finds a way to win. But I started last week's show off. My first comment was about a trifecta that the Pats and the Giants hadn't hadn't lost and the Steelers had, so that was a perfect trifecta. Well, I enjoyed the football this weekend, but I'll give you a trifecta that went completely the other way. The Steelers, Jim Harbaugh, and John Harbaugh all won. That's about as bad as it gets. <laughs> and Jim Harbaugh won without even being there. It's a tough one, senior. <laughs> the, the, I mean, the Bears coming through on Monday night didn't uh, yeah, that did, was, did, that didn't was, take away some of the sting for you? A little bit, a little bit. That scintillating 12-10 win, yeah. And and just watching, you know, as a fan without a without a, a you know a dog in the race, watching that Eagles Bills game was a real pleasure. I I called it the game of the year. It was an incredible game. So. I mean, we we always I always enjoy the football weekend because there's always there's always some good stuff, you know, there, and it pulls you through. I mean, we love the game. That's why we watch it. Right. And we take the good with the bad. It's true. And speaking of bad, let's talk a little. Let's uh, let's just get right into it here. Um, interesting week in that we had games on Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday on Thursday. There was a little bad right off the bat. The teaser killer Detroit Lions, um, really laid, laid an egg. Kind of two bad performances in a row by that by that Lions defense. They were very lucky to get um to get past Chicago in the previous game. Took like a, a two score comeback in the last few minutes of the game. Um, we saw on Monday night what Chicago's offense is bringing to the table against other, <laughs> other defenses. Green Bay, who had only looked good against the Chargers offensively, 
and everybody looks good against the Chargers offensively. Um, it really looked going into this one like a, like a Detroit victory. Tough to see it any other way. We clean swept it, put the jinx on them, senior roared. And you concerned with the Lions, senior? Do they feel more like a, like a cut below now, those, those top teams? Because that, that's kind of how I feel. Yeah, I mean, it's two bad weeks in a row. As you said, they, their defense hasn't looked good at all. That's the glaring thing. And also in this game against the Packers, who you can run on, I found that the performance by their, their offensive line was way below par. That offensive line that had been has been so dominant in so many games this year. So, yeah, there is reason to concern. That was, that was a real bad home loss. I mean, it's, you know, they host that game every year. It's a huge tradition. And this year they go in flying as high as ever. It's a big spot for them. National TV audience, Turkey Day tradition, and they laid an egg. So, yeah, it was a big step back for my Lions. But, I mean, I haven't given up on them. But you look at that NFC, the two teams at the top, and, you know, that I think there's a ceiling as to how far the Lions can go. I, I don't think they can. I don't think they can come out of that conference and represent them in the Super Bowl. Those two teams are definitely a large cut above them. Three teams. I think no, you got to put. I think you got to put the Cowboys in there. I'm not putting them there yet, but the other two definitely. The like Cowboys to me, still, the Cowboys still got to show me. It's pretty. You know, it's pretty. Kind of like pretty, Miami, that they can that they can beat good teams. I mean, they they hung right with Philly. And okay, they've lost hung right, the lost end. lost right at the end. But, but if the you look, um, at, look at their schedule of the game. I mean, I know you only can play your schedule, but I mean they've been beaten up on bad teams. To put them in the same breath as Philly and San Francisco, not yet. But I'll put them the next tier down above the Lions. All right. They are above the Lions. I think the three best teams in the NFL are in the NFC, which I would have told you you were crazy if you told me that at the beginning of the year. But I, I mean, I think, it, frankly, it's it's relatively clear. Maybe you can make a case for Baltimore. I'm not I'm not quite there. Um, but those three teams to me are, are a cut above everybody else. And I'd be pretty, pretty surprised if one of them doesn't win the Super Bowl. It could almost be like back in the day, John, when when that Cowboys Niners NFC title game you knew was really the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, I unless things change, I I really struggle to see one of these AFC teams um, that are so very flawed. All of them playing playing, you know, playing in a big game and beating the the Niners, especially the Niners, but the Eagles or the Cowboys. I know Mahomes is Mahomes, but. That's just that, be that, no. that shocking if the Chiefs get there. Not if they get there. I would be pretty surprised if they won on a neutral field right now. What do you think San Francisco is five, five point favorite in that game ish? Yeah, I'm saying I'm still I'm still saying I wouldn't be shocked. Of course, if the Chiefs Love repeat as champions. Yeah, you know, we'll talk about their game against the Raiders, but there's some signs if you know in the latest game of the offense starting to come around maybe they found a wide receiver who can catch the ball and be somewhat electric with it and we know how their defense is better than it ever was and they start maybe they're leaning on Pacheco a little more so 
I, I still consider the Chiefs to be the, the AFC's best chance. All right. John, so lo- looking at the um the other the other Thanksgiving games, any takeaways for you? Dallas beat the beat the hell out of Washington. Seattle, I'm sorry, San Francisco beat the hell out of Seattle, which we 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 were all over those two. But and, and any any takeaway for from either of those games for you? Oh, well, no, no surprise in the last two, but uh, definitely a pleasantly surprise in, in the first one. I, I like how Green Bay came right out and punched uh, Detroit in the mouth. That the first pass, the, they, they hit that big, big bomb. Yep. Uh, beautiful. Uh, Jordan Love's really coming along. Uh, at the beginning of the year, the song for him was uh, your, your guys from Boston, uh, Jay Giles, uh, Love Stinks. Uh, but now, <laughs> uh, now it's more of the OJs. Uh, people all over the world join in on the love train. He's 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 looking uh he's looking really improved uh, in the second half uh you know he's, he's got some uh, chemistry with his receivers and uh, and and the coach Lafleur is uh, always uh, always runs a good offense so the it, things are looking good for Green Bay I would uh eh, we'll we'll get to it I, 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 this week might be a little rough but I I'm looking at them as uh to get to sneak into that wild card at, at a nine and eight. Yeah, I mean, they, they, things are top heavy over there, <laughs> over there, the NFC. And then John Friday, first Black Friday game. I think it was a success as far as like the time. It was really cool having a game to watch. Um, the product, unfortunately, was was pretty dismal. Boyle performed about at expectations. Um, it was never really a game because the Jets just were totally unable to move the ball Miami I don't think Miami even really played that good Tua Tua definitely didn't play that good and hasn't been playing that good I mean they they feel like like a big time pretender division winner to me like I don't know how you would watch that game and then watch Buffalo Philly and come away saying Miami's the best team in the division. And I like when they played each other, Buffalo beat them too. Buffalo is just having this year from hell, but the jets are done. They're they're They're, they're out of it now. Tough season with the, with the quarterback play, but John, what do you, what do you think of the dolphins? Am I being too harsh? Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm right along with you. They, they haven't, they haven't beaten really anybody. So, you know, show me, but, Hey, you you got to play to your, they're playing to their schedule. Give them credit. I mean, uh, Buffalo has the same schedule, and then then uh, you know Buffalo lost to the to the Jets, and so Miami will play them play them one more time. So that that that'll be the if if they uh, you know hold serve at home and, and take care of business. That that's you know that's the one game uh, right there. So all they got to do is pretty much split with Buffalo. But there's a uh, there's Dallas, Baltimore, and uh, Buffalo that that they end the season with those three. So. They, they should hopefully they, they better have a lead going into that last uh, Buffalo game if they want to hold on to the di- division. But if if uh, if they go down to Dallas and uh, Baltimore, that'll give a that'll give Buffalo a chance. But uh, I, I don't see uh, Buffalo exactly. Uh, they're not playing like they're going to run the table. So, so I mean, they, they so, we can go right to that game. They play they they played a very good game. I mean, Josh Allen looked like the best player in football in that game. Like, I mean, he made the one mistake, but in general, I mean, he played, he was incredible. He, I mean, he, he thoroughly outplayed Hertz, right? But it was a very Buffalo game in that they 100% should have won that game. They out, they outplayed them bell to bell, basically. And 
just it's just that they're they're just not winners or whatever 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 that whatever that it is that team does not have it because they always lose these games right like i mean they they had this game john they had this game this game should have been over and buffalo finds a way to lose finds it like this should have been over more than one time um, the last play, the last offensive play in overtime for Buffalo was a was a was an easy touchdown and Davis broke the wrong way. Right. Like an easy touchdown. And it's just it's 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 sad because on any given Sunday, they're probably they're, they're they're as good as anybody. Like, I think they showed it in this game that they're as good as anybody in there. They're, they're probably not even going to make the playoffs. What are the chances? I mean, in a way, you've got to feel a little bit snake bit by him. What were the odds of Elliott making that field goal? 59 yards in, in bad, bad weather. I mean, that's that part of it is kind of a tough break for them, right? And you, you talked about the game Allen played. What I was amazed mostly by was the plays he was making on third and relatively long situations. I don't know. I, I, if you would have counted them, you might have lost count of how many plays? How many plays he made to get first downs or touchdowns that not too many people in the history of the world could have made, right? How many super high-level throws and running and breaking tackles? I mean, he he was incredible. I I felt bad for him when the game was over. Oh, definitely. But they did give it away. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I, I mean, like, like that. I agree. It was a really tough field goal. It, it probably should have never come to that, right? They were up. They were up ten with was it six minutes left or something? You gotta, you gotta hold that lead. The good team holds that lead. Philly holds that lead, right? Yeah. Philly's having that kind of year, you know, where they're always gonna seem like they're always gonna find a way to win, and the Bills are having the opposite kind of year, I guess, and. We should have figured that that was the way it was going to turn out. But you could make a case that the offensive player, of, even though he lost, the offensive player of the week in the NFL and the defensive player of the week in the NFL was Josh Allen in the two best games of the week. <laughs> That's a good point, senior. <laughs> so we have so come this week, a little bit of a rough schedule this week. We have some. Some some of the best teams. <laughs> so some good teams are on by this week. Six teams on by Buffalo, Chicago, Vegas, Minnesota, the Giants and the Ravens. So um, reduced schedule. Clearly the game of the week. And, you know, the Dead's the, probably the two best teams in the NFL right now. I think I think it's pretty safe to say that you have the Niners going to Philly in a rematch of the NFC title game. The Cowboys, John, hanging just close enough to Philly where I don't I don't think that they're going to have that. Hey, we have the division in hand letdown type of game. I know you might disagree with me on that, but the Cowboys are close enough and they do play each other again where, you know, Philly Philly's got to go out there and try to try to win this game. And you got to be thinking about the playoffs, too, where there's a good chance you're going to see this team again in the in the NFC title game. And if they come out and kick your ass on Sunday, it might, might hurt the confidence level, but the nine, the Niners looked like a juggernaut. Philly had a lot, real tough time, another close win, but it was with a, a much better team. 
How do you see this game going, John? Uh, Philly, Philly just makes the plays when, when they have to. They're, 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 such a cl- they're such a clutch team. Uh, there, there, was, there was no doubt in my mind. After, after Davis and Allen uh, misconnected on that, on that play and they had to settle for the field goal, there was no doubt that, that Philly was going to come down and, and, and get a touchdown and win. They just, uh, they just have that confidence right right now with uh where everything everything they do that you know they're going to make the right play in the fourth quarter as a, as opposed to buffalo who you, you hate you hate to crack on allen or, or whoever but you know you know with buffalo it's a uh, two missed field goals uh the guy cook drops an easy touchdown uh the, the play at the end with davis even allen threw an interception uh you know he pretty much has to play a clean perfect game for for them to win especially against a great team like philly a lot of penalties too yeah, yeah. that that game i mean frankly and i'm not i'm not one to like complain about the refs but i i i, I did not think it was a officiated very well that game it was a philly seemed to get every break in the book in that game but but but, but again you got got to give philly all the credit in the world you, you see a lot of teams when they lose uh their right tackle like uh, lane johnson was out for them and uh the the backup uh, played and, and wasn't uh, too blatant. You, you see a lot of games where you know left tackle right tackle goes down and uh, their backup is a friggin' turnstile and, and it blows the whole game up. But but uh, a, t- a team like Philly they they have you know solid backups that they don't uh, they don't lose they don't lose too much uh, there. So I'm I'm gonna you know if if it's Philly and uh and you know San Francisco's all saying oh if you know if we didn't lose Purdy we would have we would have won the uh, the championship game and uh, I, I think they're relying too much on that and uh, kind of taking Philly for for granted uh, and sleeping on them a little bit and uh, I think it's gonna be a, a close game and go right down to the end but Philly's gonna make the one or two plays in, in the fourth quarter and uh, and win it and I'm shocked that the 49ers are favored uh, on the road. See, I don't think I don't think they're sleeping on Philly. I think they have revenge on their mind, and they're really clicking on all cylinders right now. It might not be the case in the playoffs, but right now, I have San Francisco by double digits. I just I think they're a juggernaut right now, and they might be peaking too early. Every caveat in the world, but I think they come out and make a real statement in this game. And um, Philly. You know, Philly's been on the knife's edge all year, and this is this is this is you know every, everybody loses. This is this is the week that they that they that they lose. Senior, yeah, even, even so, they could afford it because uh, oh, for sure, for sure. I, I don't think like going back to your Dallas point. Uh, you know, Dallas is right on them, and they played a following week, but Dallas still has some tough games at Buffalo, at Miami. I don't think I think it's more likely that Philly uh, runs the table, even if they lose. These two games, uh, I think Philly will still be all right, and, and and run the table after after these two games. Where whereas Dallas got uh, Miami, Buffalo, and uh, Detroit, so they're bound to they're they're, they're going to lose at least one or two of those games. Yeah. Good chance. Yeah, of yeah. The other thing is though, okay, that I agree with you that Philly should probably win the division, but they lose this game now. San Francisco is only one game behind them, and right. beating them head to head. They certainly, if if you really, there's a strong possibility that they meet in the NFC title game, and you would certainly prefer to be home in that game. And that that thought has to be on their mind. I mean, I'm sure both teams are really up for this game, looking at it as a really big game. You know, nobody's taking it for granted. That's for sure. Um, I. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm going to pick the 49ers because I, I just, I just like, I like their team in general. 
the 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 no no weaknesses at all and they're they're really playing at a high level now and they're healthy and yeah i think this winning one close game after another thing for philly is gonna is gonna run out this week and the 49ers are gonna beat them on their home field all right so john you're on john you're on philly island just where you like to be and the, and the 49ers got a they have a if they get by this they have a chance to run the table there. Their toughest game will be at Baltimore Christmas and uh, and they'll be home for that one. So the, so the, so they they have a good shot to run the table. They got some uh, they got some uh, soft touches and uh, and the Rams at the end who they pretty much handle and uh, and, that, and that's at home that last game and you see a lot of Arizona Washington and uh, Seattle uh, you see some easy games in there. So if they get this they they would have a good chance to run the table and and win one Philly loss and they would have the uh, tiebreaker and, and and get and they would just hope for one philly loss and they would have the home field so there's, there's a shot yeah it's a huge game a good one yeah and with only two other games at four it's going to be boy. very 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 highly watched right so yeah panthers uh, <laughs> panthers bucks and my see my cbs affiliate yeah is, is showing panthers bucks at uh at four or five. I don't think there's going to be too many eyeballs on that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that, that's obviously the game of the week. There's not a whole lot else on this, <laughs> on the schedule this week. That's uh, that's too enticing, but um, who, who would have thought this, right? So let's talk about these two teams previous, previous week. We have, the official team of the This Week in the NFL podcast. Bottom dwellers no more. Let's ride. The Denver Broncos with a, with a surprisingly dominant win over, over Cleveland. I know Cleveland's offense did not look very good with uh, with DTR playing quarterback. But the, the Broncos offense looked you know, surprisingly competent against the tough Cleveland defense. And they, they get the win at home 29-12. And color me, uh, call, call, call me crazy, but John, is this a playoff team? I think it is. I think so. I think they're going to get one of the uh, wild card uh, uh, spots. They, they got the machine rolling. Uh, and get back to the the Cleveland game. I, actually, uh, DTR played uh, played better than I thought. Uh, Nojoko killed them with a couple couple of huge drops uh, there that that would have made that game a little uh, a little tighter. But uh, yeah, what do you, what you get for trusting a guy from the U? <laughs> but but yeah, I'm definitely riding with the Broncos. Uh, get getting one of those uh, wild card spots. Uh, this, this, this although this one at Houston's gonna gonna be tough. There's a big game in the wild card picture for both teams. Right. The winner of this game comes out with a much better chance of getting a wild card spot than the loser. This is a really big game. Yeah, and it could, it could come down to the, these two uh, tied, and it could, could come down to the last spot. So this would be the, uh, the tiebreaker game. It's a big one. The Broncos are definitely riding high, but I wouldn't say Houston's down or anything. I mean, we didn't talk about their game last week, but – that was a great game. That was a really good game, right down to the wire. I mean, the difference between them and Philly was 
the 58-yard field goal that would have tied the game, hit the crossbar, <laughs> and Philly made the 59-yard field goal. Yeah, I mean, for Matt Amendola, that was the kick of his life. I mean, he put he. It was a lot closer than I thought he was going to be on it. I'll t- <laughs> yeah, yeah, it hit the crossbar. I mean, it can't be much closer, right? Um, yeah, absolutely, and it was a um, the Jacksonville defense is is very good. They played a really good game again against Stroud. I like I, I with Stroud getting the ball back at the end there, only needing three. I think having watched you know having watched them play this season, you you're thinking he's he's going to drive him down and at a minimum get the three and the Jags a couple of big sacks on the drive to knock him out of field goal range or make the field goal much more difficult. Josh Allen was a um, you know real really good performance by Jacksonville who I have. A, they're a little up and down, but they, they've been playing better. Um, this game, this game's super interesting to me. I don't know. I don't know, guys. I know it's in Houston, but, I mean, does Denver start to have some of that, like, team of destiny feel to you? Right? Is it six in a row they've won? I thought it was five, but it could five be. Five in a row? Five in a row? One, two, five. Yeah, five. With, I mean, there's wins in there, right, against Buffalo and Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City, sure. Minnesota, yeah, sure. Yeah, the crazy thing is uh, probably a 70-point loss was, I mean, a team scoring 70 on them was the best thing that ever happened to that team. They've they've really, t- an unbelievable turnaround. you got to give it to them. But about the, uh, the Jacksonville-Houston game, where you're saying Jacksonville's D came up. Houston, we think of them as... C.J. Stroud in the offense and the defense isn't that special, but their defense played a good game. Came up really big, if you remember, at the end of the first half where uh, the tackle on the one-yard line on the pass to um, uh, their slot receiver, the Jacksonville slot receiver. and Christian they, Kirk. Kirk, yeah, great play, knocking them out of bounds at the one. Great hustle play by the safety, and then – they go from the one yard line on the last play of the half and they stuffed Travis Etienne. Their defense and, and came up with some big plays for them, too. I mean, it was a great game. That game could have gone either way. And, you know, and Jacksonville's D played really good. And even against a real good day, D like that, Stroud still threw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. I mean, it's, this is a really good game because you kind of want to pick Denver because they've been playing so well, but it's not like. Houston hasn't been playing well. This this was a loss, yeah, against a real good team that they played a good game. I mean, it's not like Houston didn't have a Houston got buried, you know. The game right, guys, literally could have gone either way. I'm taking I'm gonna take out the crystal ball here. You guys ready? Magic eight ball. Ready for the crystal ball? <laughs> we have I have Denver winning this game. And it's you know, things just work out like this sometime. I say Denver goes to Miami in the playoffs and avenges the 70 point law, the 70 point game with a win, with a playoff yeah, win. Could happen. Could happen. That's what I that's what I that's what I want to happen. So let's let's will that into existence. Let's ride Broncos. Seven and five after this week. Are you picking Houston senior? It sounded like yeah. you were. Yeah. yeah. Houston <laughs> at home. I'm seeing it as a close game. Both teams are playing really well. Close game, and I'm hoping CJ has the ball at the end, and this time drives them to a winning touchdown or field goal. So, senior, it's going to be a great game. 
I know, I know, I know you, you had some negative words to say about Sean Payton early in the year, but you gotta give, you gotta give him credit for, for, I mean, maybe he shouldn't have said the stuff he said, even though it was true. I mean, I don't think anyone was down. Anyone was, (laughs) anyone but Aaron Rodgers thought that that wasn't true, but he has, you know, he has really turned this team around. I mean, they were they were literally the laughing stock of the NFL after week three and fell behind the Bears. Was it 28 nothing or 28 seven in the game in week four and came back and won? And then, so you got to You got you got to give him credit. Like, I yeah. think he's got a, He's got a, He's got a decent shot to that coach of the year. Yeah, I'll give I'll reluctantly I'll reluctantly give him credit. At least I mean, back it up, guys, right? If you're going to you say know. stuff like that, at least back it up. Yeah, yeah. There's still some season left. It wouldn't break my heart if it just turns the other way. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do have a, a a big big Sunday night game that if it's if that one's able to be flexed, I'm guessing it will be with the uh, the Patriots heading to Denver, Week 16, Christmas Eve. Oh. Well. That's probably not going to be the merriest of Christmas <laughs> Eves. <laughs> I, thought, I mean, I hope we're not counting. If I'm saying I'd like to see it go the other way, I hope I'm not <laughs> counting on the Pats to knock them out in week 16. <laughs> I mean, that would be about as sweet as it could be. <laughs> it's bad enough we got to play the freaking Steelers. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, I'll give him credit. He's done a real nice job. He turned it around, no doubt. They hit... They hit they, they that whole thing about they say about you know when you hit rock bottom that's when you can turn it around well they hit pure rock bottom in that game and he's turned them around so kudos to Sean Payton he's done a great job turning them turning them around that being said I hope they end up fla- falling flat on their faces <laughs> it's brutal senior John you got to make uh, your pick uh let's ride i'm going with the uh the experience of the coach and the, the experience of the quarterback uh you saw as as great as, as stroud was he he had his team in in field goal range you, you can't take that that sack to to take you out of the range that was a tough one. although uh as senior pointed out the other josh the defensive josh allen for the jaguars played a phenomenal game he's having a he's having a pro bowl all pro season uh he had two and a half sacks he was great he was all over in that game but uh yeah i'm going i'm going with the experience uh and they're going to keep rolling even though uh, uh texans are favored here uh, i'm going to look for the broncos to squeak one out and and, and keep it and keep riding that's right yep <laughs> i love it I love it. Who would have thought it? You know, that's why they play the games. I remember, I remember, I remember us looking at the Chiefs' schedule and saying, "Wow, look at how easy it is to get the Broncos twice." And yeah, the, not the as Broncos easy. Broncos ended the streak. Yeah, that, that that that's that was a key. Uh, that was a key win. That really gave them the confidence because the you know the Chiefs was a 14 in a row, or whatever. I think it was even more 18 or whatever. So they finally ended that, and and and, and that really spurred them. And and you could see they. They, they they like playing for uh, Peyton and uh, they're rallying around Russ. It's not like last year where it seemed like uh, the whole team hated uh, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> a little different vibes. A little different vibes. Yeah, well, I mean, it's it, it, it's it's the coach, right? Yeah. I mean, hack hack it. Say what you want. I mean, it's like like if you look at that Jets offense, 
Well, it's they probably, rallied. They rallied around them for the one game. I love how they rally around them, and now they want to get them out of town. But, uh, it's broken. I mean, it's broken, right? Like I, even if you put Aaron Rodgers back there, this is still, at best, you know, like a, you know, the twenty fourth best offense in the league or something like that. Yeah. So, offensive line is a, just a bunch of turnstiles. Uh, okay. they, 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 they couldn't take the injuries. Yeah, they couldn't take the injuries. It's, He's got some talented young kids in the skill positions. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, they, they... God, Senior, I'm sorry. It just goes to show, you know, you can have all the talent at the skill position. If you don't have it in the trenches and don't have it in the quarterback position, you're dead. I mean, the whole thing that, you know, why quarterbacks get paid the most, most important position in the game. You look at it, how glaring it is in Cincinnati, right? I mean, Joe Burrow on a bad calf that looked like their season was over. Joe Burrow gets healthy. They're a Super Bowl contender. Joe Burrow goes down, and they're probably going to end out like 7-10 and 10 or something. So, yeah, I don't think they're getting to 7 with Browning. Yeah. Did, you watch, did you watch that game? Yeah, it's not one He's... that I really want to talk about, but yeah, I watched it. <laughs> He's... He's pretty bad. He is. Yeah. He is. He is pretty bad. Yeah, um, and it just goes to show that it's really not a great roster. You know, ever since they've had Burrow, they never really addressed the, the offensive line problems. Right. The defense is so-so. It's not great. It just goes to show that there's very few guys that good that can turn a mediocre yeah. team into a Super Bowl contender. And he's one of those rare guys. Yeah, and Chase is electric, but a wide receiver. You know, like you're like you see in in New York with um, Garrett Wilson, with a real stiff at quarterback. It's what tough. It's yeah, tough. Like Larry do. Fitzgerald dealt with this for most of his career. Like, like it, that's what makes him so incredible. The numbers he put up with just these god awful quarterbacks throwing him the ball. Um, so Pittsburgh at Cincinnati, the the Steelers' offense was much improved. I mean, I know they only put up 16 senior, but this was a, this was the praise of their offense all week. I'm like (laughs) 16 fricking points when the other team was giving you the ball three and out constantly 60. They, they went over 400 yards for the first time in like 58 games. They actually (laughs) outgained the other team for the first First time time. this year. And now we're, Oh, they got rid of Canada. Look at this offense is, his offense is coming together. Hey, right, come on. Give me a break. Najee Harris. Talk about, uh, talk some, about it, it, Najee time. Harris did, did have the game of his best game he, of his he career. He had some angry runs. I think he must have heard Senior on the podcast disrespecting <laughs> him. I, I think he was saying F Senior and, uh, as he was finishing off those runs. <laughs> so they're sitting at they're sitting at seven and four. Yeah. Um with a game at home this week against Arizona. And we saw what they looked like last week. It's not exactly a big challenge. The Rams do kind of have the Cardinals number, but yeah, it was the, a really bad performance. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Najee might have another big game. I mean, Kyron, Kyron had like a real career game, like a ridiculous the, over 200 the, yards of offense. The, Card- the Cardinals defense is not very good. So, if this new Steelers, this new look Steelers offense is for real, they should be able to put up some points against the Cardinals at for home. Real? Like what's for real? Where are we setting the bar? 
Like if they score, if they could put sixteen up again, that's a big deal. Twenty senior. If they can get to twenty, I think. Twenty I think on the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah. With maybe. no defensive touchdowns. I was going to say yeah, maybe with a pick six. Oh my God. You know, seven and four, right? And you're going to be eight and four. Some would call that a contender, but you know. Chrissy Hind was the lead singer of a really good band, and that's what they are. A band? The Pretenders. pretenders. I think oh, oh right. Yes, Chrissy the name of the Pretenders. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I did, they, they opened for Guns N' Roses at Fenway this year. Um, they were real good in their heyday. No, she was still good. She still got it. 73, I think. Awesome. Out here on the chain gang. <laughs> yep. But so senior, is that an official pick of the Steelers, or are you just going to abstain so you don't have no, to? Pick no, no, no. I'll pick. The, I'll uh, if I can do my part and possibly jinx him. I don't see how it can happen. <laughs> but yeah, you never know, right? Kyler has a big game, and maybe they do it. But I mean, that's. I mean that the Cardinals look bad. The Steelers are going to, you know, we're, we're going to have to watch that garbage team play a playoff game. So here's the thing, though, is they they're capable of losing any game because of because of their offensive deficiencies. Like they're winning all their games, 16, 13, 16, oh, look 10 at their schedule. Like like it's is it to- is it totally out of the realm of possibility that uh, that Kyler can put up 17 points in that game or that Pickett throws a pick six or something and they lose 17, 17, 13 or 14 10. I think the cards have a pretty good chance in this game. I'm with you, senior. I watched mo- I watched the whole Steelers Bengals game and I they had the ball a lot and they, their running game did look better. But at the end of the day, they still put up, they put up 16. Yeah, 16 like, freaking points. Generally, generally doesn't win you the game, right? Like, you know, like sure. the Cardinals put up 14 and lost by freaking 20. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, if Joe Burrow is healthy, there's no way they win that game, right? No way. I think, I think, I think you have to pick Pittsburgh, but you know, my heart says I pick Arizona a lot. My heart says the Cards are gonna are gonna give them a game and potentially win, but I'll go with the Steelers, John. Yeah, Steelers all the way. Uh, I guess they came up with one new play uh, that that Fryer moves over the middle. Uh, that that was probably the that was probably the one play that the uh, the new OC uh, instituted into the offense. Uh, they they were effective there, and uh, you know, uh, you know Pickett is uh, as as bad as he is, is is he at least uh, manages the game. He's only thrown four picks all year, so so as far as your uh, you know the 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 Cardinals getting a pick six uh, a chance, uh, he at least knows his limitations and. Uh, and, and throws the ball, and throws the ball away. So yeah, I, I, I don't see it. any hope for the, uh, the, the. There is hope that the the weather isn't as bad as uh, it it normally is in December in Pittsburgh. It, it's going to be a balmy uh, in the fifties, uh, maybe a little rain. So, so but, I think what you're saying, John, is if you want a quote unquote good three and out, pick it as your guy. <laughs> uh, to tune into next week's uh, podcast as we preview the big Thursday night uh, 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 Patriot Steeler game coming up next week. <laughs> I can't wait for that. I can't wait to preview that one. We'll see. <laughs> and, and, and Cowboy, 
you know, you were talking about the possibility of uh, Denver getting a chance to avenge that in the playoffs. How about this for a, an interesting playoff game? The Steelers at, at, at Miami in the first round. That could happen. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit of a break for the Dolphins if that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's two two not so great teams, you know. I mean, I I think Miami's a better team than the Steelers, but I just think I just think they would fall into just like just having Tyreek Hill and Waddle and those guys, they would just fall into enough points to beat the Steelers, even if they didn't play good. Yeah, because Miami's defense isn't that bad. That's true. The Steelers <laughs> wouldn't score many. <laughs> It kills me that this team is going to be, you know, seven and four. And you look at their schedule the rest of the way and the way they got both Cincinnati games without Burrow. And it just kills me. I, I mean, I would rather see them play somebody, you know, play like a, even Miami or anybody, a really good team. They make the playoffs and lose like 51 to three or something in the playoffs. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, it's, 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 it's in the realm. So they have, who's, who do they have left senior? They have, the Cardinals this week, they have Cincinnati again, right, with, with Browning and, they, and the Patriots. So, I mean, the, yeah. he, the, that, should, that should get them to 10, right, like pretty pretty easily. Yeah, Indy and Seattle aren't exactly a, it's yeah. not exactly tough schedule there. So. No, in, oh, Indy, Indy wins. Those are playoff in, contenders, too. Like. Indy wins that game. Seattle's a disaster, I think. I think that they're I think they're pretty much done, but I think Indy will beat the Steelers. Minshew. Nah, I already, just, just like Denver, I got Steelers uh, penciled in as another wild card. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they, they should make it. They should definitely make it. So... What else do we have this week, guys? We have Seattle at Dallas on Thursday night football. Mm. Um, two teams heading in opposite directions. Seattle is banged up. The game's in Dallas. Seattle senior call to playoff contender. I'm not so sure of that. Um, I would say, how about this? Not for long. Not for long. Are they? I mean, are mathematically, they? Mathematically, they still are. Yeah. Yeah, but no, no, I think very, very much, very much on the downturn here. Um, this would be a catastrophic bad loss for Dallas. Ruin all the goodwill that they've built up, all the confidence they have. Um, I expect Dallas to roll in this game and kind of continue that trend of beating the beating the brakes off of overmatched opponents. John. Yeah, not not much analysis there. Dallas is uh, rolling at home. Got to give uh, McCarthy credit. I, his, his X's and O's. Oh, we're giving Mike McCarthy credit on this week in the NFL. Yeah, Come his on. X's, X's and O's and time management and all that is uh, is uh, always going to be suspect. But uh, the guy knows offense. Uh, you know, whatever magic uh, he's got going on, uh, he's he's got the, he's got Dak playing his best. So you got to give uh, some credit to him. Uh, I know I know you, John. I know you very well at this point. In that little positive statement and the little, you know, the little soliloquy about how McCarthy is, is a good coach is right there with the Zach Wilson and Mac Jones <laughs> talk of, of sprinkling the fairy dust, knowing what the what the that the end result is going to be. <laughs> You, scr- you scrambled my words. I, I, I never said good coach, but I did, I did say you got to give him credit for it. He knows offense. He's 
his his teams always uh, always move the ball. They always have a great you know running games, and uh, his teams always put put up offense. I, I, and I said once it gets to the playoffs, it, it'll come down to uh, you know his timeout and time management. Uh, <laughs> Or something is on this one teams with penalties that that eliminate his team uh, as he usually does. But you, know, you, you just got to give credit for the offense and the way Doc is playing. Well, and so he here, here's where where I'll agree with you, John. I'm just messing around. Um, I agree. I think he's a uh, there is some potential for like an Andy Reid kind of end of his career. They're similar in some ways, but hey, he's uh, already got a Super Bowl. I mean, as terrible. As much as everybody cracks on him, you got to you got to give him credit. He, the guy the guy does have a Super Bowl on on his resume. But the one thing I will say is the, you know, everyone everyone thought the loss like letting Kellen Moore go, the loss of Kellen Moore was going to be a real detriment to the offense. And Dak Dak's having his best season as a pro. Their their, their offense is really really good. So you got to give McCarthy credit, right? And that's with only with with only you know only one great receiver, you know, and and the rest one great receiver and the rest of you know average. Yeah, and I mean even on it like all the skill positions average except for C.D. Lamb. I mean he's fantastic, but like Pollard's nothing special. Their offensive line's very good, but I think you know because of some of the the playoff mishaps, I think Dak is pretty underrated. I mean, he's he's been fantastic this year, really, really good. And there's so much shit quarterback play in the league. I mean, we see so many games where both quarterbacks suck, right? I mean, we had the ultimate in, you know, the the Mac Jones, Bailey Zappi, Poo Poo Platter against Tommy DeVito this week. But there there are a number of games, like maybe not quite to that level, but where like you look and like neither quarterback is is decent, right? We had a uh, you know Carolina in Tennessee with Levis versus Bryce Young, awful, right? Yeah. Browning versus Pickett, Carr versus Ritter, the battle for Minshew, yeah. Minshew versus Mayfield, yeah. right? I mean, Fields versus Dobbs, like so. I mean, Dak Prescott is he can go out there and sling it with anybody, and he deserves credit, I think, for for how good that team is this year. And when you think of how it was a big, dramatic, controversial thing of should they pay him or not, you know, should they move on from him? I think you're going to hear less of that kind of stuff about any decent quarterback <laughs> yeah, from now you on. So? If you've got one, you got to pay him. You have no choice. If, you, if you've got a guy that's, you know, that you can win with, that's a, that's a good, solid quarterback, you got to pay him. You have no choice. There's not that many of them on the planet. Well, really I, I know a lot. Of, I know a lot of cowboy fans, uh, and and that can throw for you know sixty, seventy <laughs> touchdowns in the regular season. But until he does it in the playoffs and he and he gets in that shift, they're never gonna they're never gonna sign off on on paying him all that money, and they're never gonna be uh, Dak supporters yeah. until he does it. It's unfortunate, but no, until, it's a hundred percent true. Hundred uh, percent true, John. And this year, guys, is it his fault that? these two great teams are in his conference in the way that really most likely for that, for him to get to the Super Bowl, he would probably have to beat San Francisco and Philly in consecutive weeks on the road. <laughs> on the road. Like that is beyond the tall order, right? Like, can you expect someone to do that? And say, yeah, well, but, not but so he, good should, if they don't. he should at least be able to outplay Brock Purdy in, in a playoff game. I mean, 
yeah, I'll play Brock Purdy, but I mean, okay, put him on, switch the two guys' teams. And would you pick Brock Purdy to beat him if he had the Cowboys team and and, uh, and Dak had the San Francisco personnel? I, I mean, I come I on. I don't think uh, the 49ers are that much man to man are that much better than the, the Cowboys. The Cowboys are stacked too. So it's, oh, I mean, we I just think. we just we just talked about it, John. I think if you yeah. other other than C.D. Lamb, I think the the Niners, every single person on their offense is better than the Cowboys, right? They they're probably the best running back in the NFL. Right? How about the defense too? Right, right. The they, they, is good. They the both have very good offensive better. lines, but you know, Kittle is obviously like a bit better than Ferguson. Debo Samuel is certainly better than Brandon Cooks, right? Like it's Purdy's got a pretty nice situation. Not that Dak doesn't, but I, at the seniors point, I think if you put Purdy on the Cowboys, the Cowboys are not as good. And not that I, and this is not a knock against Purdy, but no, I mean, I Dak's, Dak's a better player at this point in his career than Brock Purdy. Yeah, hard to argue that. <laughs> I mean, come on. And I, and I like Brock Purdy too, but yeah, I mean, Dak's born dynamic at this point. Anyway, if you have we'll one see. of them, you pay him. You got to pay your quarterback. You got to take a look around yeah, the league. Like that's why that's why Kirk Cousins made so much money, right? The yeah, guys you should confident the free agent after this year. If he's healthy again, you got to pay him again. Dude, Somebody I is going to. I hate to go into the past, but he also lost at home to uh, a couple of years ago. Who was it? It wasn't even Purdy. It was uh, what's his name? Oh, I can't believe I'm blanking on it. But uh, it was the quarterback before Purdy. He lost at home. I mean, no, Dak. Dak has not been great in the playoffs. Yeah. He is not. But like, I mean, I would still pay. Him. I'm, and I'm, he's not as good as this guy. But you know, Peyton Manning lost a lot of a lot of games in the playoffs too, right? And then and if kinda... you decide if you decide not to pay him, like like you're saying, these cowboy fans that think that that would be a good thing and let him walk, where are you? What are you going to do? What's the plan? Exactly, Trey, Trey Lance. <laughs> you, know, you know where are you going to get somebody better? It's not going to happen. You know he's good enough that he's one of the guys you got to pay. Like Kirk Cousins isn't the greatest quarterback in the world either, but. I mean, if you, there's a lot of teams that would like to have him, I'd, 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 I'd be happy to have him here in New England. You know, there's a <laughs> lot of teams that would be happy to have him. Really, you know? There, there's a lot of bad quarterbacks. And it, it's like Brady came out and said said it, right? And he's right. It does feel like we're in a, like a low point in the league for, for quarterback play, for whatever reason. So yeah, the good ones really, really stand out. Like even some guys who are, who are supposed to be good have not really been very good. Like Lawrence, I mean, they're winning, but it's almost in spite, in spite of him in a lot of ways. Right. He had a good game. Great game last week, but it's the whole season. He has, no, he hasn't lived up to to his hype. That's for sure. As Mr. Can't miss. Yeah. I agree with that. And Tua, right, started out the season yeah. great, but he's very he has very clear limitations. So very interesting, very interesting. Um, we'll see. I mean, like like the the Cowboys, you say it, senior. They're they're the team, the national team. Everybody talks about, and the way things are stacked up, like it's going to be real challenging for them to make it through the playoffs. So you're almost certainly going to get Stephen A. doing the, the laughing it's thing. Big cowboy hat. At, at, one, at, one, at one point or another. But I mean, if they, 
if they lose at Philly or at the Niners and it's a good game and, you know, Dak doesn't blow the game, like it's, you know, it's tough to get on them for that. They've had losses that are not <laughs> like you know, the, the Cowboys have, you know, like last year we, we were saying when they played Tampa that that would have been like a typical Cowboys loss. And to their credit, they went out there and crushed them before losing <laughs> losing the next game um so we i think we all took the cowboys taking a look here we have another, another game playoff implications the lions trying to get back on track at new orleans new orleans um lost a, what what is a big game for the division at atlanta looked pretty horrible in that game Carr just threw a, a brutally bad pick six chris olave got a concussion Who's, uh, he's the best, best, Getty, their best, their best Getty receiver. Bates. Yes. He was a player of the game. He, I mean, that pick six was in the red zone. So those you can say is like a 14 or at least a 10 point swing, right? You're taking points off the board for one team and give it to another. And then Bates made another huge play stripping Taysom Hill later in the game in an important spot. So he was, he was the player of that game. And interestingly, the Falcons, I don't know if somebody finally got through to Arthur Smith, but he decided to use number seven. He utilized them. He had like 18 carries and threw the ball to him. And hey, the guy, the guy made some plays for you. If you utilize him, maybe he'll make some plays for you. Ritter is Ritter just Ritter played awful, but that the one <laughs> touchdown pass to Bijan was a really nice play by Ritter. That was, that was but he's so bad. It's so <laughs> tough. I, I can't take that. I, I can't take them seriously. But somebody's got to make the playoffs from that division. Yeah, and they're in the driver's seat right now. I don't know if they did it with their tongue in their cheek or what, but if you guys saw the thing, but um, you know, in the words of Mike Tyson. Those two teams playing for first place is ludicrous. And they had ludicrous coming down from the ceiling before the game. <laughs> did you see that? He came I didn't, but down. that's pretty odd. He came swinging down from the roof on something. In fact, uh, <laughs> it was, wow, man. Some, one of the ex-players that's an analyst, and I can't think of who it was, said, I can't believe he did that because we brothers, we don't like heights. <laughs> Like he was in like a little harness in case we thought ludicrous. And it was ludicrous. Strong, great performer. Yeah, well, was that was a big part. It was ludicrous. a big part of one of my favorite movies, Hustle and Flow. Yeah. That the official 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 film of this week in the NFL. You think they kind of did that on purpose, though? No. <laughs> well, they set themselves up for it. I mean, but so somebody had to think of it. This is ludicrous. We're playing. Uh, he's a, he's yeah, an He's a pretty big star, senior. Yeah, he, he's an Atlanta, Atlanta icon. Right, and the Falcons are in first place. There you go. So we have Detroit going to New Orleans. In all of a sudden, I mean, if Detroit loses this game, it's you know you're 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 starting to get into like a DefCon three situation, especially with all the history, negative history attached to that franchise. Um, a loss here could send them into a downward spiral, is my opinion. Um, with that said, um, New Orleans is really, really not very good. 
So I'm going to pick Detroit to win the game just based on based on talent and based on a belief that they are they are a good team. What we've seen the last two weeks is not the real Lions. I'm prepared to be wrong on this one, John. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm with you. I'm I'm gonna go with the Detroit to bounce back. Although yeah, they were lucky uh, to just to to barely get by Chicago, and uh, I, I, I was shocked. I thought they would uh, they they would use that game uh, to to come out in the first quarter and. And, and get on Green Bay right away. I was I was really shocked with their performance. How they let Green Bay punch them in the mouth, and also the the turnovers by Goff and uh, and everything in their defense that did nothing. Uh, Hutchinson was invisible all, all game. So they, they, their they defense has been up. their defense has yeah. been real bad. And I it's because we've seen it before with Goff that it does give you a little bit of like PTSD because bad Goff can be bad for like an extended period of time and he's real bad when he's bad cop and he does the same did the same thing like the demeanor never changes he doesn't <laughs> he's, he's bad bad golf bad golf can't come out with this game because new orleans does have a decent defense senior clean sweep yeah the whole bad golf thing too i mean the real the lions when they're playing at their best which they have a good portion of this year doesn't that doesn't totally rely on him. They make make his job a lot easier by having such a good running game that the play action works, but they couldn't get their running game going in that game. So I think that's the key for the Lions offense is they, they have to be able to kind of run first and then the play action all, it, it all works a lot better for golf. So yeah, I see them getting it back together at least enough to, to, to beat the saints. We'll, we'll make it a sweep. Sorry, Dan Campbell. We've jinxed you again. Second week in a row. All right. And then the the Falcons are going to um, MetLife to play the Jets, who are starting Boyle again. So if you if you thought Jones Zappi versus DeVito was bad, may I present you with Ritter Ritter v. Boyle. Rocky. Um. I pick, I, I'm going to pick the Falcons in, in this game just because the Jets, with him at quarterback, I don't think can score more than 10 points. And as good as their defense is, the Falcons will put up more than 10. This wins my um, unwatchable award for for the games this week. This game's going to be unwatchable. Skip it on the dot. And it's a game with a first-place team in it, and we're not 100% convinced they, they're going to beat this bad team. That's, that's it's good. I, it the, the the one guarantee is that this is the game. The game is horrible. Yeah, well, it, know, it, it's a carbon copy of what we saw in New in New England. I'm sorry, not in New England, but New in New England and the Giants. It's going to be, you know, ten seven or thirteen ten. Neither team able to move the ball, and not really because of great defense, just because of a putrid quarterback play. Uh, and all the bad quarterback play we've talked about. And yeah, the two, you know, the guys in this game and the Patriots and all around, I don't think there's anyone playing quarterback in the NFL that's as bad as Rocky Boyle. I think he's, <laughs> I think he's the worst. I mean, this is a guy at, at UConn had one touchdown and 13 interceptions. He, he shouldn't be on an NFL roster. No, DeVito De, De, De is significantly better than him. Yeah, Zach Wilson is significantly better than him. I mean, 
if you're really going to play the guy that gives you the best chance to win, it's got to be Simeon or Wilson. It has to be. It's almost like, okay, you know, we're, we're, we're getting in the derby for a higher draft pick. To put him back out there again after what he did last week and just look at the guy's credentials. Unless there's something, he's showing something in practice, I don't know. But, yeah, so I'll pick the Falcons, too, on the basis of anybody's better than – you're not going to win a game with Rocky Boyle. <laughs> Tim Tim Boyle. <laughs> so, sorry, Rock. I don't mean to disrespect Rocky Boyle, one of our, one of our good friends. <laughs> oh, John, do you like – you, you going to go with the Falcons here? Uh, I, I will, but – it's it's hard for the Jets defense uh, to to score touchdowns. Although Ritter, you, you know, is going to serve up a couple. But uh, yeah, the, the Jets defense uh, with the with the pick sixes uh, are, are definitely uh, viable to, to to make this a game. But uh, it it was just the, the they wanted the they they want Zach uh, away from away from the action so bad that they relegated him to third string. But that play, the fail Mary at the end of the half. That that's that's one thing that Zach Wilson does great. He almost pulled out two games with a with a with a great. He's he's got the great arm. You saw in the Patriot game, you know, they almost pulled it off, and the Raider game too. They were uh, that that's one good thing. He yeah. throws a great hail Mary pass, but they, they couldn't even use him for that because they got to make an example and put him as third string. They don't even they don't want him nowhere near the field anymore. Boyle, uh, Boyle, Boyle, yeah. not not a great hail Mary pass. He kind of did the. Half line drive. All the guys hadn't quite gotten down there yet. If you were gonna, if you were gonna, if you were gonna perfectly tee one up to be returned for a touchdown, that, that's how you throw it. No yeah, jump balls. With the defense playing that well and the defense scoring a touchdown for him, that had to, what a kill shot to the heart of that defense. Like, how oh. could you be? How could you be? What, be any more discouraged than they must have felt after? Oh, that? I was. I what was watching. I, I was watching with a. Um, you know, with a big Jeff fan that we that we that we all know, and it was it was it was it was just tough. It was tough because I mean, you want you know, you want them to make it a game, and that that was a, their defense played so well that to have that happen, it's just it's just like what what can you do? You just throw up your hands, and I don't know that I've ever seen that happen. I don't rem- I don't remember a hail mary ever getting returned for a touchdown. Oh, I. Do I, I. I know, like I, the thing I remember at the end of halves is field goals, long field goals have gotten returned for touchdowns. I can't remember a hail mary ever getting returned for a touchdown. I'm, I'm sure it's happened, but it was almost like a once in a lifetime kind of thing to the poor Jets. Kind of like when uh, you know when the when the team has the ball and they're trying to lateral. Jacoby Myers to Chandler Jones. No, like when they're trying to lateral and uh, the other, yeah, and the lateral gets intercepted. Uh, that's when that's it, was, it. Jacoby Myers yeah. to Chandler Jones. Yeah. That, that, I've never seen that either. Just just the one time. Yeah, that pretty much uh, was a microcosm of the Jet season, huh? It was. All right, Jeez, guys. Had such high hopes. Miami at Washington. Oh, come on, the Commanders. Are... Commanders, bad defense. Maybe the worst defense in the NFL the last right recently. That frisky defense is atrocious. Frisky on offense. I'm giving you guys the Cowboy upset special here. Commanders at home. Two is not playing well. I think he. I think he turns it over. Miami's D not dominant. Good, but not dominant. I think Washington can score on him. Riverboat Ron, one last time. 
One last time we ride. You're nuts. I mean, <laughs> I mean, this is this is the secondary that's awful going against that track team of an offense. The second, the awful secondary was, you know, it was masked somewhat because you had two of the best pass rushers in the game on the team, and then you traded them both at the trade deadline, and now that that defense has really been exposed. That secondary, I think, I think Miami might score every time they have the ball in this game. So. I think so you're, you're going with the Dolphins is what you're saying? And a walk, yeah. All right, Dolphins big. John? Yeah, that, that, that might be it for uh, for poor uh, Riverboat Ron. If the Dolphins put up an embarrassing, if it's one of those ugly games where they you know, put up a 50-burger or something on them, the Rivera might be having uh, lunch with, with Frank Reich on uh, Monday. Cleveland Atlas. favors with those trades. You guys heard it. You guys heard it here first. Washington, every every once in a while, Washington plays a good key, a good team tough. This is the week, and Miami doesn't respond well when um when they when they're played tough. So yeah, they were in that game in Dallas. Uh, they gave Dallas a tough half. Yeah, I mean they've almost, they almost beat Philly, right? I mean they should have beaten Philly. Yeah, yeah. Right? That was early in the season before they traded those two guys. They gave up a bunch of points in that game. I've... This is the big Howell game. Howell leads the NFL in passing yards, senior. Yeah. Number number one. And I know some of that's the defense, but the enemy is a good offensive coordinator. Their offense is not bad. The Cowboys defense is like way, way better than the Dolphins, right? So that that's like a no chance game for 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 Washington. A good offense and a really good defense. Miami, yeah, it could be a track track meet kind of game. Yes, Sam has less of a chance to win this than Thurston had of getting off the island. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's an old reference, senior. I don't know if I, I don't know if, I don't know if our listeners will get that one. I love you. <laughs> You're killing me, Savior. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, and then we have uh, Chiefs at Packers. Chiefs going to Lambeau on Sunday night. Um, a game that looked a lot easier a couple of weeks ago. The Packers are playing well, but I get you got to when in doubt, you go with Mahomes over Jordan Love. So I'm going to say Chiefs. Senior, you going with the chalk here? Or is this the upset special for you? No, no, no. Jeep is you know the. Even I had a little concern for the Chiefs there when they went down 14 nothing, and boy, that that got turned around against the Raiders. And you know, it looks like right what I was referencing earlier, Rashi Rice might be coming around and giving Mahomes somebody as a wide receiver to work with, and they seem to be leaning on their running game more with Pacheco and a little physicality there in their offense he gives them, and that could that could be very effective against the Packers too. And I know Love and the offense have been playing better, but this is a really good defense. I think the Chiefs, may, may, this may be the time they start to get rolling. Last week might have been the turning point, and uh, here come the Chiefs again. Don't don't count them out of anything. So I definitely take the Chiefs in this game. All right, clean sweep, John? No, I'm going to ride the Love train. Uh, All right, there you go, John. Way to go out on a limb. I like how love isn't playing, and uh, also uh, to give a, a peek behind our uh, our, our our chats uh, on Sunday uh, when the Chiefs uh, went down fourteen nothing, uh, 
Cowboy Junior, uh, the Chiefs are a mess. Uh, I, I wish my team could be. I wish my team could be in such a mess. Uh, that they, was an they, ultimate quick jinx there. They, 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 recovered, they recovered from that mess very nice. They they had not been looking good, man. They had not been looking good. And it wasn't just that game. The previous game as well, right? And then they. You know, they, they turned it could, around. If only our teams could be such a mess, uh, we would we would take it. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, but but uh, I'm, I'll go with the upset. Yeah, Green Bay has really turned around. I like how Love's playing. But even if not, I still uh, like Green Bay to to get that wild card. Their schedules are friendly for the rest. Even if they fall to to five and seven with the, the Chiefs, they could uh, they could still come through. And uh, it's surprising that that the Monday after versus the Giants wasn't uh, flexed out. That they're still going to keep that game uh, versus the Giants, so you're going to get a Love and a Devito uh, battle. Yeah, we'll see the uh, the parents in the crowd doing that hand thing. Yeah, As he, <laughs> he's like he's like win, winning winning the area over, John. He's like a hero. Yeah, well, Oswald Cobblepot beat a, beat a couple of shitty teams, and uh, you know the quarterback gets all. It's amazing when you score ten points, and they they all want to interview the quarterback. It wasn't just. <laughs> It wasn't just him. It was even the week before, like like when Cleveland, when Cleveland uh, beat beat the Steelers, and uh, they all rushed to DTR. Like uh, the quarterback gets all the love when you win and all the blame when you lose. It's a, it's yeah, a tough business, true. but uh, it's a good story. At least the kid established himself. Maybe he'll get a you know he could get he could turn this into a backup gig for yeah. for a funny yeah, looks like five, he's learning his career. He appears to be you know getting the ball out a little quicker. Not as tentative as he was at yeah, first. Yeah, it doesn't turn around. He's got to learn not to take, uh, take 10 sacks a game. But, he, uh, yeah. he, I mean, he was certainly better than anyone who lined up across the field. Yes. In that game. Um, Mac Jones uh, I, playing, I his the, way, uh, playing his way out of a backup job in the future, just playing his way right to the, right to the sofa. I love the expert analysis that I like wondering where Zappy was like, like, like Zappy is, uh, you know, this hidden gem on the bench. Uh, <laughs> it, it should give you a hint when, when, uh, yeah. they, they cut him before the season and he went on clamped and they're like, Oh, well, well I guess we got to take him back. <laughs> I said that. And I said that Nobody in our chat him, as yeah. well. I said that in our yeah. chat as well. Watching Mac. I mean, if Zappy had anything at all, anything yeah. at all, any, even a glimmer, he would have been the starting quarterback five weeks ago, yeah, right? Exactly. Like, I mean, obviously he's horrible, right? These guys see him every day. Obviously he super sucks. It is also not going to be in the NFL anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's going to probably be Malik Cunningham here soon. Like we and Ryder were talking at the game and here, here's, here's my analysis. You've got uh, three quarterbacks, right? One of them can run and not throw. The other two can't run or can't throw. Run or throw. So, at least, so at least you might as well go with yeah. the guy who can run, right? Yeah. Yeah, we and that's no disrespect to, to Malik Cunningham, but I mean, how much worse can he be? It's it's there. It's the worst offense in football. I mean, Devito was like significantly better than either guy, which is horrible. <laughs> uh. Nice get right week for, you know, Brandon Staley will keep his job another week because they should come in and just completely wax this poor, this horrible excuse for a football team, the Patriots. Um, I will say confidently, though, that if the Patriots win this game, Staley's gone by Monday morning. Yeah, it seems like he should have been gone many times over. So anything's possible. 
unbelievable that that guy's still coaching. It, it is amazing. There's the, the the rare instance where you have the quote unquote great quarterback and still can't win. Yeah, yeah I feel bad for the kid. I mean, they, they their defense played way better on Sunday night than or Sunday night. That was a Sunday night game, yeah. On Sunday night than I thought it would. I mean, yeah, they they absolutely. gave them a chance, and then you know, unfortunately, Baltimore's defense also played very well. But and you got your best. Your two, your two best offensive players besides your quarterback, both fumbling in big at big times. Yes. Sorry. Tough stuff. Yeah. Were you, were you yelling negative things at the screen about Keenan Allen again, senior? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So should be a um. I mean, I think it's we should be commended. For talking, how long did we talk? Yeah, over Let's an hour. Here. Yeah, we're we're at we're at an hour seventeen. I can't tell how long it's been recording, but we've been on the call for an hour seventeen um, about what is probably the worst week of football of the season. With there's really only one game that's that's really really good, and then you know, and Denver Houston is a fun, Denver Houston's a fun game, but if that's if that's your co-main event for the week, it's not a, <laughs> it's not a great week, right? Yeah. So everybody enjoy the games on Sunday. We're here on the North-South Connection Podcast Network. Lots of other great content that you should listen to. I, I do a show called Talking Docs with uh, Jenny and Logan. We're going to be recording a fresh episode here soon, looking at a um, – as we continue our, our – path with animal documentaries so we're going to do one more animal documentary it's a famous one so tune in for that john uh there was a big uh survivor series uh, show with the big cm punk return so check out our viewers choice with our boys uh tim and marcus uh, on the network uh, they, they did some instant analysis and uh, they were very excited about the, the return of old uh, cm punk very good all right guys so been a pleasure Enjoy the games this week for Senior and for John on the Cowboy. I'm out. B-U-R-I. <laughs>